So I'm going to start recording right now, and then I'm going to go live here. Going live. Going live. Three, two, one. I'm live. I'm live. It's July 3rd, and I'm live, which is better than some people can say during a pandemic. So I already feel like I'm starting off on a good foot, on a living foot, rather than a foot that has one of those those death tags that's tied around your big toe. That'd be horrible. <laughs> what did I clearly say? Children should listen. No, no, please. What did I have to do? Children must see. No! Children shall listen. Been to you. What would you have me be? Handsome like a prince. Oh, but I am old. I am ugly. I embarrass you. No, you are ashamed of me. No, you are ashamed. I love it when I can sing a duet. That's from uh, Into the Woods, which I which I starred in. It was my first starring role in high school as Jack from Into the Woods. But I like when I can do the different parts. If it's Grease, if it's Summer Nights, and I get to do both parts. Or if it's Rocky Horror Picture Show, I like to do all of the parts. I like to be Magenta. I like to be Frankenfurter. I like to be all of those characters. And the reason why is because it lets all of my personalities, even though I'm not schizophrenic or have multiple personality disorder, but I do have multiple sides to me. I'm a lady who wears many hats. Many hats. Okay, so I want to listen to some music. What, what should we listen to? The Beastie Boys? Should we listen to the Beastie Boys? Reminds me in... The comeback when Valerie Cherish says, I would, they're the bitty bitty boys. The bitty bitty boys. That would be a good song from License to Ill. I remember being in middle school and I was 12 years old. I just smoked pot for the first time. I was hanging out with the Rose Twins. They were the bad boys. They were cute. Everybody wanted to hang out with them. Their mother left friends come over to all hours of the night and stay in their game room and smoke pot. Their last name was spelled R-O-S-Z, not R-O-S-E. So that gives you an idea of how non-conforming they were. And they were the first ones to point out to me that on the license, licensed to ill album art, the crash plane looks like a joint that has been stubbed out in an ashtray. So there you go. I don't want to listen to Paul Revere. How about girls? Because that, then it's irony, right? Like, I don't really care about girls. I, my version would be like, tops! All I really want is tops! In tops! Tops, tops, tops. Like Fuck, bo, 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 bo. Mm hmm, mm hmm. 
boom, 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 boom. Okay, this was just supposed to be going in the background, but I'm such a musical theater queen. Not like License to Ill is like a big Stephen Sodheim <laughs> player musical, but I hear music and I just want to, I want to go along. I want to go along with it, which is awful because I always give my sh friend Deborah shit when she sings on her show. I go, don't do that. I'm trying to turn it down a little bit. Like, I just want it a faint. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can do that. I'm learning. I'm learning things on OBS. Things I never knew about my body, really. I'm taking great pride in that. Mm. D to my dismay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I thought there was a piece of chocolate floating in my water and I was going to lose it because my OCD cannot handle that. That's just, it's too much. I mean, this is a pretty misogynistic song. You only value girls because they clean up your room. Give me a break. What a prize. Okay. So let's see what's going on here. So I was on Twitter earlier and I saw that Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, the one who used to be married, I believe, to Gavin Newsom, who is my pretend husband. Okay, I'm just going to turn this off for a little while so I can concentrate. Kimberly Guilfoyle. Is that how you say her name? That she is now COVID pause. She's pause. I would not be surprised, I had to tell you, I would not be surprised if Donald Trump contracts COVID and ends up not making it. I was reading an article where somebody said that because he's morbidly obese, well, not I, he's obese, and because he's 70, that he would have a 20% chance of not making it if he contracted COVID. But maybe that appeals to him. Maybe he is a bug chaser in that way. And I don't want to... Whatever. I mean, it would be cosmic irony if that happened to him. I'm not going to say that I would experience schadenfreude as a result of it. Because I, I don't wish death upon anybody. Not anybody. Not even fascist dictators or people who who are such irresponsible leaders that they don't lead and they just let 100,000 people die from a pandemic. But I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to talk about that right now. What do I want to talk about? I started Noom. Noom is a weight loss uh, app that, because I'm tired of taking off my clothes at night and looking down at my stomach and feeling like I need to schedule an appointment at Planned Parenthood. Like, I'm just tired of that. I look down at my belly and I think, I'm a middle-aged woman. I can't, I'm too old to have a child. I'm too old to have one right now. So other weight loss stuff has not worked for me. I never really had a weight problem until I started taking an SSRI, which I really need. 
because of my abnormal anxiety issues. How am I single? How am I single? I'm a woman in her mid-40s. I'm a bottom. I'm a sissy. I was joking with people on Twitter earlier that just call me Gaylord from Sissy Brook Farm. And yet, and I have anxiety issues. I take an SSRI. I'm starting to become overweight. And, and yet I'm single. I have long, luscious lady hair, Meg Ryan hair, and yet... Here I stand as a single woman. It just doesn't make any sense. So I started Noom, and Noom uses cognitive behavioral therapy to get you to think about your relationship with food and why you're using food and why you think you can't stop eating the M&Ms when you open a bag of M&Ms. And that's really what happens to me. I start eating the peanut M&Ms, and they taste so good. And even though I don't need more than a serving, which is 12 peanut M&Ms, I, I go, but it tastes good. So I just want to continue eating them. Even when they, even when the taste is kind of like, okay, well, like been there, done that. I don't need it anymore, but whatever. So Noom is what I'm using. I'm Nooming. I'm a Noomer. You know how people say, okay, Boomer. Now you can look at me and you can say, okay, Noomer. And I'll say, thanks. I am Nooming. I'm Nooming. I'm Nooming. That's what I'm doing lately. I'm nooming. So I want to go to Instagram. I was very upset yesterday because I look forward to Amy Sedaris's show all week. Her At Home with Amy Sedaris show. And they decided not to show an episode this week because July 4th is this week. That makes no sense. I don't like it when places do that. I don't like it how they're like four days before July 4th. It's like January 4th observed. No, we are going to observe it on the day that it actually happens. Okay? In other words, the Amy Sedaris show comes on on Wednesday. On Wednesday. And let's see, Wednesday was July 1st? I'm just doing the math here. Yeah, I'm looking at my calendar, which I call doing the math. I don't know why. You don't not have a show that week if your show is scheduled to be on July 1st and then say, oh, well, because it's July 4th, we didn't want to put one on. No, it's not July 4th. July 4th is Saturday. Your show is on Wednesday. So let's stop doing this. It's, it's obnoxious. It's like the people who say, oh, it's my birth week or my birth month. No, you get one day. And guess what? If something shitty happens, if there's a pandemic that year, then tough shit. Have your Zoom party and call it a night, okay? Because not everybody has, even when it's actually your birthday, people don't have the energy to really show up, okay? So you can't, me, I had a Zoom birthday, and it was horrible. I mean, it was great. I loved seeing the people who I love. But it was still like, oh my gosh, it's my birthday and I'm on Zoom. And I'm drinking champagne and Bud Light by myself. Yay! Okay, let's see. So that's all I'm trying to say. So let's see. Um, at home. Because, you know, I love playing clips from At Home with Amy Sedaris. But I have to be one of Amy Sedaris's biggest fans. It's nice because whenever I tweet the show, who's ever in charge of their Twitter, 
they always like respond to me or they retweet what I wrote and that makes me feel good makes me feel really good okay let's see maybe this is something that we can use let's turn up the volume I have the volume piped in it's piped in so let's see what this is what clip is this I'm so excited to introduce to you, ah, all so the way from the Federal Hi. Islands, please welcome Ingrid Fjorken. Welcome, Ingrid. Fjorken. That means I'm standing here in my language. Oh, that's beautiful. Is Federlandish ah. one of the romance languages? Hold on. Sorry, that was so loud, but I'm still, I mean, my neighbors are probably like, and hate with, and you can't control the volume on, this is very annoying. I can't control the volume when I'm using a multi-output device. Oh, you know what? But I can turn this down. Hold on. Nothing is easy in my world, y'all. Nothing's easy. Okay, let's try it again. Languages? Actually, it's a hostility language. Many conflicts have occurred because of our language. Oh, and why is that? Uh, so many of our words have two meanings. Oh, you mean like a bear or stool? Yeah, exactly. Stool. For example, <laughs> in our language, one word means both breakfast and liar. And another word means both father and disease. Oh. And one of our words means look out, as well as you're fine. <laughs> well, can't your nation do something about it? Uh, we tried, but the phrase we should do something about this also means stay the course. <laughs> I'm so excited to introduce to you all the way from the Federland Islands. Please welcome Ingrid Fjorkin. I like that. It's a hostility language. Is it a romance language? No, it's a hostility language. Okay. Let's see. I want to play some more clips from this show because I love this show. So good. So good. Ooh. You know, this magic mouse is not... It's not the best. It gets its right clicks and its left clicks messed up, and I don't like that. I don't like that. Let's see. I think that's just a GIF. I should really create a soundboard. A soundboard because I can see this GIF, but you can't. You can't. This is probably another gift too. Yep, it's just another gift. It's just it's just another gift. Let's see if this one, if this one is a gift and not a video. What are you doing? Butter beans and mushy peas. That table had a flow. I want you to start where the napkins are and work your way around. Don't mix the serving spoons. Use the silverware from the outside in. <sighs> <laughs> no. What are you doing with that copper bowl? It's for egg whites. It's for mixing, not eating. <laughs> and why is there shrimp cocktails piled up on that plate? Oh, God. We <laughs> squeeze lemon on it. I beg of you, you animals, you beast, you derelict, you barbarians. <laughs> Look at this funny, bumpy jar. No, leave it alone. That's real hobnob glass. It looks like beans glued to a jar. No, 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 I made that. I made it. <laughs> so funny. So there's this episode of At Home with Amy Sedaris that 
they recently did, and she gets a an, an, a personal elevator for her house, and she gets stuck in the elevator, and then these criminals come, and they, they are just mean to her, and they break her crafts, and they're just awful to her. They're awful. They're, they're just awful. And... I didn't know that there was a movie with Olivia de Havilland, who I think just turned 100 years old. So she's half Madge's age now. And Olivia de Havilland starred in this movie where she played, and this movie was probably like in the 60s, and she plays this woman, this rich woman, who gets an elevator because she broke her hip, and then there's a power outage or something, she gets stuck in the elevator, and a bunch of hoodlums come, and they... They screw with her. And so that's how brilliant this show is. They take this 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 movie that nobody really knows, that's a cult classic among the fringiest of the fringe, and they build an entire episode out of it. I like that. And that's crafty, really, and that's what the show is all about, right? Crafting. Taking something that's garbage and turning it into something... That's also garbage, but a little less garbagey. And that's also kind of a metaphor for my love life. <laughs> Just kidding, because I don't have a love life. I haven't been laid in such a long time. Okay, let's go. Maybe on her Twitter she has more stuff. I love... When I watch these clips and stuff, It you know, part of my process is that I hear something that Amy Sedera says or a funny joke on her show, and then I start connecting it to shit that's happening in the world or my life. It's always been that way ever since I've podcasted. It's always been that way. Okay, let's see. Let's see. So at home, my computer's going so slow because I have with Amy Sedaris. Because I have the OBS on. We've already talked about this. When I have the OBS on, it just slows everything down. There's probably a more convenient way to just record my desktop audio, but I, I don't know what it is. I just don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Okay, she's, I, we just watched that one, so I'm not going to watch that one with you. Um... I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to find another clip. If you watch this show and you can record clips and send them to me, that would be very very nice of you to do. I would love that. I would love that. Okay, I'm going to give up on it. I'm going to give up on it now. What did I clearly say? Children shall listen. That's how I feel during the pandemic. Every time I see these kids, and by kid I mean anybody that's under the age of 35, out, standing in front of places, non-essential business. I feel like Bernadette Peters and Rapunzel in Into the Woods. I just want to say, what are you doing? What did I clearly say? Children should listen. Put on your mask, please. That's what I want to say. Because we're not in good shape. We're not in good shape. Madge... Post <laughs> Madge posted this thing from the Atlantic and basically comparing how things are in the United States to European countries like France. And 
they look at they're looking at us right now like what the fuck is happening in the United States? Seriously, what is going on in the United States? And it's it's so sad that we have fallen so far. It just makes me want to sing the wind beneath my wings. What's going on here now? It's not playing any volume on my end. It must have been cold there in my shadows To never have sunlight on your face I wonder if this is what Ivanka Trump is going to sing at Tiffany's funeral. You always walked a step behind And your eyes are too far apart The glory With all the strength of an ape Because you look like an uncooked egg I used to love this song, let me tell you. When this movie came out, I saw Beaches probably 12 times. Okay, we're having a moment. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Everything I would like to be. I always imagine myself, you know, when she gets the phone call from somebody that Hillary Whitney, the Barbara Hershey character, and she's dying. She's dying. You have to be there right now. She's dying. She's about to give you her kid. She was going to sell the kid. But now she's going to give it to you now. So she rushes. She's, she's going to perform at the Hollywood Bowl. She has to get up to San Francisco to the family home and be there with Elizabeth Whitney. Who, frankly, was a little cunt to her. Okay? And I don't say that word lightly. I'm aware of the sexist implications, okay? Or I should say cunty. Because I don't like... The C word is too much. It's too much. I mean, and so I always imagine myself whenever I watch beaches... I imagine myself as like a Bette Midler character because when you're younger, you have the entire world in front of you, right? The world is your oyster. There's, you could be the next big star, the next big thing. And I always thought I had so much talent. That's, I mean, I'm not saying that I actually had that much talent, but in my mind, I thought I'm a, I'm a um, CC Bloom type figure. And I'm going to be playing the Hollywood Bowl one day. It's going to be me. You are the wind beneath my hot wings. My chicken wings. And I would be singing this about my friend Nay, Shanae Owenise Cross, who's my obsession. Beneath my wings. 
I would love to hear Cher do this. my wings. Clear our palette now from this. She was so talented. I, she still is. She's on that new show, that Ryan Murphy show, The Politician. She looks so funny with Judith Light. I love both of them. They're both so good. They're both so good. So talented. Tonight, maybe I'll take a Benadryl and I will be so high. I almost touched the sky. Maybe. Possibly. You know, I don't like my previous use of the C word. I'm thinking about that. It's not a word that I really ever use. I don't know. Sometimes when I start, when I get into a podcast, I think I want to be edgy and I'm going to cuss more than I normally do. But why? I don't need to be that. I don't need to be that person. Oh, you know, this gets me because I always sing this to Bo. He's the bossy, woosy, 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 woosy. Yeah. What else can we listen to? He's the bossy, woosy, 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 woosy. Another thing that I like to say to Bo is I go, Little Bo Blue. Or no, I go, Little Bo Blue. He needed the money. He needed the money. So, little Bo Blue. Get it? Oh, this, I love this Britney Spears song. Uh-huh. I like this song. Look at the art. The can of soda opening up like that. I love that. Do you want to come over? You can't because we're in the middle of a pandemic and I don't want to get COVID-19. So I'm going to crack open a Pepsi and cheat on my Noom diet. That's where I'm at right now this week. Yeah, so I want to dig into the C word thing more. I don't know that it's really my, uh, just thinking about it, it's really not my word to say. Right? It's not my word to be edgy with. And maybe I feel like I have license to say it because I see women who I admire using it. But it would be like if a straight person used the F word. I wouldn't be okay with that. Or anybody used the N word who wasn't directly implicated by its usage. Where you have to guess, is this ironic? What's this going? You know, so maybe it's just, maybe that's a a vocabulary term that I need to strike from my language. And I realize every, this whole like cancel culture thing, we're all, what, what do we need to get rid of? What flags, what movies do we need to just bar from the public memory? What, what everything. And sometimes I agree with it. Like the Washington Redskins don't need to be called the Washington Redskins. Come on. It's 2020. Give me a freaking break. But some of it, I think, okay, this might be going a little bit too far. 
it might be going a little bit too far to say we're not going to we are taking gone with the wind off of hbo max maybe that's going a little bit too far like here's another example of it cultural appropriation stuff i get so much of why people would not be okay with cultural appropriation so like wearing uh indian like native american costumes and halloween i do find that to be like a really valid argument there like i like i i don't i didn't like it when uh adam sandler and kevin james came out with that movie i now pronounce you chuck and larry because they were doing gay face and i found that like my culture is not a costume if people started dressing up as gay people on halloween and doing it in like really stereotypical ways i would not be comfortable with that because it would feel like cultural appropriation however sometimes the cultural appropriation stuff i so i get it what i'm what i'm trying to say is by and large i'm in the camp of like i see why cultural appropriation is problematic but then i um oh who was it like francis Pugh, i think she she was the she's the star of midsummer and she was also in um oh it doesn't matter here i am being my mom like i have to little women the recent little women she just nominated for an academy award actually <laughs> you dumbass you didn't know that well it's true and she apologized because she was really starting to get into is is henna indian what I, she was starting to get into that culture like she's fascinated by it by it and getting henna tattoos and stuff like that you know those um temporary henna tattoos and then just and she was doing this probably like five years ago six years ago and then just recently came out with this statement and is publicly apologizing for having pictures with henna on her hands and i'm like okay that to me is in a different class than dressing up as somebody in a costume or poking fun like celebrating a culture admiring the aesthetic elements of a culture i don't think is is inherently exploitative right i mean that's just how i feel that's just how I feel. And I'm open to being wrong about it. So if you disagree, feel free to ar- articulate why you think that like white people who braid their hair, I've seen a lot of that. And I, the argument that I've heard with, let's say white people with braids in their hair is that, and not just braided hair, but like braids in their hair that mimic the way that many black people wear their hair in braids is that black people get disciplined for wearing their hair like that and for white people it's just kind of like a style and they don't get disciplined their bodies aren't disciplined they're not under surveillance the same way that black people's bodies are um and i guess i i I could see that argument i think it's a valid argument to make but i don't think that should mean that white people should never be able to wear braids in their hair I don't know. How about this? How about this? This is where I'm at in life, in my middle age. I just passed gas. And that's exactly where I'm at in life. (laughs) I'm just a fart.
I'm just a fart. That's why they call people old farts. Okay. I'm okay not taking a hard stance on this issue. Not digging my heels in. Saying, I, I hear people who are offended by this and I, I'm listening to the arguments and I may not fully understand or appreciate the argument and I, I can see another side, another way of looking at it, but I'm open to being wrong about that other way of looking at things, but I'm also open to it being okay and right. So that's growth. That's growth. And I don't mean growth in a wart way. <laughs> I've got gross. I ain't, I ain't got any warts on me. I ain't got any warts on me. Okay, so this has been 32 minutes. I figured that I would give you a, another stream of consciousness thing. I think that's just going to be kind of the direction of my show now. Because guess what? If I can, if me being able to just turn on a microphone and talk, which has never been the uh, modus operandi of Fox in the City until recently, if I can do this, then I'll, I'll start doing shows very regularly, very regularly. But I figured I didn't, I've given you a couple soundscapes and I apologize for the last one. Cause I know there was a lot of clanking. And then that when I was picking up the dog shit, you just crinkle, 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 crinkle. It drove my OCD crazy listening to it. And then also the content, I was like, Whoa, I'm getting deep, but sometimes maybe that's just where I need to go. But um, I, I do also like this other setup where I can pipe in the audio and talk and do a Facebook Live as I'm recording for the people in my Facebook group, which you are more than welcome to join. Just go on to Facebook and do a search for Reagan Fox colon the foxhole. Or maybe it's Fox in the City colon the foxhole. One of those two. I'm sure if you put in Fox in the City, you'll find it. But uh, yeah, that way you can you can watch me. I, I show the video of what I'm doing, and you can hear me and and whatever, and whatever, and whatever. So uh, maybe I'll do another show this weekend. It's July Fourth. What else am I doing? I'm in prison. I'm in COVID prison right now. I'm not going to any COVID bug chasing parties. I'm not in the Trump family. I have no intention of going to Mount Rushmore to watch Donald Trump masturbate himself in front of four real presidents etched in stone okay but if you know until next time until we meet again parting is such sweet sorrow it's such sweet sorrow <laughs>